Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up and get on top. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. I think that's uh, We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, this is Mrs. Atom. And this is Mr. Atom. Welcome back to another episode of By the By. Hello. Um, as a as a side note, uh, we have the doors wide open here. It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon, um, so you might hear some birds, but we haven't seen sun in the last 25 days here in Sydney. <laughs> um, so you're just going to have to deal with the birds if you have birds. Uh, everybody's happy. The I see a single cloud in the sky. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing day. Oh, yes, and here we are inside podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag bad life decisions. Um, But this is what we do for you folks. We love you. We're avoiding the sun. We make sacrifices. Sacrifices. Yeah. Um, So what are we talking about today? We are talking about a recent experience at our secret spot. This one's going to be a two-parter. So we had gone to our secret spot on a night when they were taping for the Hack Live Sex Addicts TV show. Yep. And so we wanted to tell our listeners about our experience that night. And the show hasn't come out yet. It'll be out this upcoming week. And so after it comes out, we'll tack on to the end of this our reaction to it. Um, and so this is a, a, going to be split up into two different parts, basically. We're going to have the our experience of the recording and then our reaction to the recording. Right, but as two different parts, we're still going to release it as yes, one. Yes. So you're don't don't think you're have to wait till next. No, no, no. Time you'll to... hear it all together, but there will be a break in between. So. <laughs> we're on a break. <laughs> um, so just as a as a bit of an FYI, so Hack Live is the show that comes on um, down here in Australia. Um, it's it's on the ABC two. It's basically. Uh, they, they, I'm trying to come up with some of the other things that they've done, but they've talked about, um, um, like the war on youth and, and, uh, I think they did one on like body image kind of stuff. Um, Aussie Patriots and swipe right and like online dating and pickup apps and stuff like that. So they, it's, it's sort of targeted at a younger audience, um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's an interesting idea for a show, and I think, I'm kind of curious to see, to see it, you know, when they finally air it. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see what happens to it, Um, because we, we knew this was happening, it was advertised by Our Secret Spot on their website, and so we, we knew going into the night that it was happening, and if you showed up and didn't know, there were signs everywhere. There were signs everywhere, yeah. yeah. Outside of the building, it was like there's you taping going filmed. on. Yeah. <laughs> so you knew from the beginning, and as soon as you walked in, you signed a waiver. Yeah. 
And that's where we saw the title Sex Addicts. Yes. Because we didn't know before that really what... We just knew they were going to be there taping at the Swingers Club. Yeah. Um, so that we saw that title of, of Sex Addicts, and it was a bit of... There was a little hesitation, Yeah, a little say. trepidation there because, you know... Anytime you have a, let's be realistic, swingers, we're a fringe group at this mm-hmm. point. Um, and anytime you have, you know, the word addiction or addict, mm-hmm. um, that there's such a negative connotation there. Um, but, you know, we were there and we both feel so strongly that we were like, okay, we can, we can make this a positive experience. Right. Because I don't, I was, they didn't really say a lot about how they were going to or how they were planning to fit a swingers club in with sex addiction. Right. And to me, they're two very different things. They don't go hand in hand. Right. And so, yeah, I was kind of curious about that. But again, it was, well, you know, we're here. We want to do this. Let's, again, like Mr. Adams said, paint it in as positive a light as possible. And then they can do with it what they do with it. But Yeah. yeah. And, you know, again, you always hope that whoever is putting this stuff together is putting it together in a positive light and mm-hmm. is not going to take what you're, in a, what you're saying out of context. But then However, you have sensationalism. Yeah, and, but then you have sensationalism. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we were, many of us were joking, including uh, Lawrence and myself, saying that, um, you know, sex addicts, sex addiction, that's clickbait. You yeah. know, it's something that gets you, you know, I, I actually just pulled it up. So some of their other titles of their shows are Swipe Right, Aussie Patriots, The War on Young People, um, Body Obsession, Australians on Porn, Australians on Drugs. I mean, these are all things that they're, they're titles that are clearly trying to get you, they're kind of confusing as to what they might actually be about. Right. Um, so they're just trying to get you to tune in, mm-hmm. which I get it, but yeah. If, you're in, if your subject matter is interesting enough, you shouldn't have to clickbait. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we came in, we signed the, read through the two-page waiver, signed it. I mean, it was, it's pretty straightforward. It's a yeah. typical, typical waiver. Um, some of us have been on TV before, so you're kind of used to the, you know, you can't sue us if we make you look like an idiot. Don't pick your nose on camera kind right. of thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, we, we signed uh, our rights away, mm-hmm. and then uh, we went into the uh, the changing room because we mm-hmm. had a bag full of stuff. Um, so we dropped off uh, our our bag in the locker room, and when we got in there, the first thing we run into is three camera people: well, <laughs> the director, a camera lady, and then a producer. Um, and it's anybody who's ever seen a filming of a TV show or has been part of a, a film crew knows what it's like. It's a lot of Standing around waiting for something exciting to happen, and usually nothing exciting <laughs> happens. And I think, you know, I'm not going to go ahead too far, but I think that the the whole crew themselves were kind of surprised at how little exciting stuff happens at yeah. the Swingers Club. Um, but they, when we got in there, they were putting up GoPro cameras so they yes. could uh, film people getting ready to go in. Um, but I think what they were expecting... So I think, as a side note, a lot of this podcast is going to be what the film, what we think the film crew had expected, had expected, and what actually happens. Right. So I think what they were expecting us to do was go in there, completely get naked, and then just go into the, the rest of the club. Yeah. Um, and, and what really happened was we went in. I think um, at this point, Miss Jiff was with us. Mm-hmm. 
um, and she, I think she changed into a dress, a different dress, because um, she was wearing something cute, but not what she wanted. Not she sexy. wanted something really sexy. Yeah. So she changed into a dress, and then I don't even remember what we were wearing, to be honest. I probably took off a top layer and still yeah. had... But we still had, because we were just arriving at the club, like normal, you know, we have sexy clothes on, but we're still clothed. That's right. You're, I remember I was wearing my mesh polo shirt. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You are. That's what I was wearing. And, and yep. black jeans, I think. Or maybe mm-hmm. black leather pants. Mm-hmm. One of the two. I think it was jeans. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember what I had on, but I'm sure it was some kind of a yeah. dress of some sort. But. Yeah. I remember you going back and forth over, what am I going to wear? What am I going to wear? Yeah. Because you don't want to show off too much at yeah. first. Yeah. That's right. Mama doesn't want to give well, away all the goods. It also, you know, it's not a theme night. It's just a right. normal night. So, yeah. So, a normal night where they're filming you for TV. Right. Um <laughs> Yeah, so we, we got in, we changed, we, it, it was it was a good night in that um, a lot of the people that were there were were people who were very familiar with the club. They're regulars. Most of them, I would say 90% of the people there were, we recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably 30%, you know, we recognized well enough to know their names and talk to them mm-hmm. and say, hey, how's it going? How's the family? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So that was nice. It was kind of a... And there were a few newbies there. Yeah. Um, but some of the newbies, one couple in particular we talked to, they had come specifically for the event. Right. They, they yeah. knew it was happening. And again, they want to promote and show things in a positive light. So that's why they came. Yeah. Which and is a good thing. Yeah, I it think. was great. Yeah. Um, you're talking about the couple that got interviewed, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. A they'll, very young couple. Hopefully they'll be on. We'll see what. Yeah. yeah. I'll be surprised if they aren't. But yeah. they were a very young couple, I think, um, in their late teens, early 20s. I would have said early 20s, yeah. Um, I think I heard her say she was 19. She might be 19, yeah. Um, And was just like, holy smokes. Um, So, but we're jumping ahead. So let's, the, so we all get in there and we, everybody gets a drink and um, we're all standing in the main, like, entry area. uh, Mm -hmm. And so the, the host is Tom Tilly. And so the, the, Again, if you've ever been near or part of a film crew, uh, the director is running around like a chicken with her head cut off. Yeah. Um, she is... One thing I've learned about directors is they are complete control freaks, which is, hey, you should be. This is your job. Yeah. You're trying to portray what you've got envisioned, um, and so you're you're trying to make sure that it happens. Uh, but what I think is, for what my opinion would be for something like this is how difficult it would be because she actually has no control over what's happening. The only person that she controls is the, or people is the cameraman, the sound man, uh, and the host, Tom Tilly. Um, the rest of us, we basically, we'll, we're not taking a lot of direction. She's just telling us what's going to happen and we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're all told that we're going to stand around and talk uh, they're going to film us standing around talking. Which is what we normally do anyway. Which is anyway. what we normally do, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we're going to film you while you talk. Like, okay. Um, and then Tom's going to walk into the club, and we all have to greet Tom. Like, hey, Tom! Ah! Um, and we did, and because it, it was, you know, cool. It was uh, That was fine. Um, what's awkward about that is we did it three times. Yes. Um <laughs> And I gotta tell you, by the third time, I mean, I was great. You're just like, hey, hey, dude. I was glad to see see Tom, but it's just like, uh, you again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, it was a, it was a good experience. Mm. Um, it was just kind of cool because he walks up and talks to us all. You know, it's like, hey, how you going? Um, and 
I kind of felt sorry for him. This was the first moment that I kind of felt sorry for him for the night because yeah. he, when the camera was on, that, that man was on, but he also looked a little out of his comfort zone. Yeah. Which I think is kind of funny. It's kind of cute. <laughs> it it, it really cute. is cute. Um, so yeah, we, uh, we talked to him for a bit and then he walks through the crowd mm-hmm. and, and the, the, you know, the other thing is typically OSS has kind of darker lights, you know, the low, the light level is low. Mm-hmm. Well, of course they've got this spotlight on the camera and everywhere that camera goes, it about blinds you. Yeah. You can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I suddenly understand why deer just freeze yeah. or because kangaroos or. Whatever large fauna you have where you live just freezes when uh, headlights hit them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was it was interesting. I don't even remember what we said to him other than, hey, how you going? I have no idea. Yeah. What up, buddy? Yeah. Well, I think it changed each of the three times, at <laughs> least slightly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So. But it was interesting, though, because we, we were early on sitting in the very front room at our secret spot, just chatting with some friends, you know, Mischief and yeah. a few others that had shown up, and just normal kind of what we would normally do. And I did feel like the director lady was expecting more to happen because she would just kind of come and look around and, you know. Yeah, she was constantly coming in. And, yeah, and it's like, saying, we're still just chatting. This is what we do. Like, yeah. you get there, you chat, and, you know, things might progress later, but the first thing we do is just, especially when there's friends and people we know there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a social meeting. Yeah. And it's... It is. It is kind of funny. It's um, what people expect to happen. It's just like everything else. Uh, your imagination is always worse than mm-hmm. what reality is. That's why you should do reconnaissance. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so they start talking to. You know, so I guess as well, when when we signed the waiver, we signed saying that we are okay with you using our face, right? Because they had said we will blur out everybody's faces unless you don't want your face blurred out. And, you know, Mrs. Adam and I both were like, eh, we don't, I mean, we've already been in the Mamma Mia. People, we're out there. I mean, it's, if you want to find us, you're going to find us. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we, so we decided, yeah, okay, you you, don't blur out our faces. Mm. We don't care. I have a pretty distinctive tattoo anyway. So (laughs) if you blur out my face, you're, it's still. You're still identifiable. Yeah, I'm still identifiable. Um, So, yeah. But um, so they, they talk about how the interview process is going to go. And, mm-hmm. um, they ended, ended up interviewing the young couple that had mm-hmm. come in um, and they interviewed them for quite a while yeah. uh, in the front room. And it was interesting to watch that because, again, we, we watch these TV shows and this is just the another kind of reaffirming kind of fact in that reality, reality TV is not real. <laughs> it's just, it's not real. And I think that part of our lizard brains knows that, but we watch these TV shows and we think, oh, this is exactly how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, when in fact, you know, you're, we're watching them interview this couple and it's in a room that's a pretty good, probably an average living room or family room yeah. style size. Um, and you've got just the couple in there. And then I think there was five, maybe six other people. There was cameraman, sound man, um, some other guy, which I'm not sure what his job was, producer, lady, director. There were just people and everywhere. the host. Yeah. You know, so you've got all these people sitting there in this room, and suddenly that couple seemed to look. Every time I looked in there, they looked small. Yeah. Um, because you've got all this stuff and people. Um, but it, it does just go back to that 
reality TV is so scripted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they were interviewed multiple times. I think, you know, from different angles, you've got to get yeah. the question. Sometimes they would ask a question uh, of them, of the couple, and they wanted a more clear, concise answer, or they wanted the sound in a different place, and blah, 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 yeah. you know. Yeah, there were several people that were interviewed besides just them. Um, but it was, you know, take them into that front room, sit down, ask questions. It, so it was a little more isolated in that respect, which, again, affects how the rest of us are moving and acting and playing or interacting with one another. Because basically half of that front lounge area was was blocked off. Right. And so, you know, normally we're walking through, talking to people. You might stay in the, the room that has the stripper pole in it. You might go to that front room, and that was basically blocked off there. And so it's like, okay, now everybody's just going to crowd around and stand here, and it's a little awkward while there's an interview going on in there as well because right. it's all one big open space. Um, so, yeah, it, it very much affected how everyone else interacted, I would say. I agree, and it's it's funny Again, I know what they were going for, and it just, I can't remember who said the quote, but it's a, it was a scientist that basically, whatever you study, you affect, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and that's sort of, that quote kept popping up in my head, even though I don't know what the fucking quote is, but that, the gist of that kept popping up in my head, because, you know, one of the questions that they constantly asked us, and I think I got asked this by four different people. I know the host asked it of me um, off camera. The cameraman did. The cameraman did. The director lady did. And the producer lady. Mm -hmm. And the question was, is this a normal night? And the answer is an absolute honest, no. No, this isn't a normal night because normally we don't have a film crew following us around and asking us to say the same things over and over and over again. And big bright lights. And and big bright lights. And, you know, it's that... I, I completely understand what they mean, but the question itself is kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, because, no, this is not a normal night. This is, in fact, this was the antithesis of a normal night yeah. at the club. Um, which yeah. is also kind of frustrating in that when you're, and I get the frustration, when you're trying to film something, you want it to be as normal as possible. But it's, yeah. The only way to get it as normal as possible which you're still going to affect it because people know they're on camera, would be to set up GoPros and not have the big yeah. cameras. But then you're not going to get good quality and whatever. But people are still going to act differently because they know they're on camera. I don't and know. The new GoPros are 4K. Yeah, It'd be good true. quality. But anyway. But the yeah. lighting would be yeah, different. Yeah. But the other thing, too, is that because they were there, you know, people weren't going upstairs and playing. Right. And so, you know, 10, 10.30, 11, yeah. midnight came. And, and they were supposed to leave at midnight. Yeah. But, and, you know, they kept asking, you know, when are people going to go up and play? When, and we're like, they're probably not with you guys here. Yeah. Like, it just, yeah. it You can't expect it to be a how people would normally act. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, we, uh, I completely you lost, lost your train of thought, yeah, I completely you? lost train of thought. I looked outside <laughs> and saw the sun and I was like, oh my God, there's a sun out there. What is that big ball of fire in the sky? Um, so they kept asking us the normal night questions and, you know, I was talking to Tom a bit, uh, the host, um, and he was like, so what normally happens? Mm-hmm. And I was trying to explain to him, I was like, this is, sort of normal in that we all come down, we, we chat and we're friendly like, and then around 1030 to 1130, at least for us. And, Mm -hmm. and I think our core group, um, that's when we dress down and then go upstairs and play. Mm -hmm. Um, and and you may come back down and talk some more and have another drink and you know, it's, 
it's pretty fluid. It's fluid, yeah. Ah, jinx. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you can't speak until you show me your breasts. Awesome. Um, Wow, now I'm all discombobulated. Um, I'm (laughs) discombobulated. Trademark. Um, Yeah, so I think he was really surprised. And I was like, this is how it normally happens. And he was like, oh, okay. We don't just come in, get naked, and have a big orgy. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's not not Caligula. Um, And so, yeah, they kept asking that question. Um, So then we... They finally say, all right, we need people to go upstairs and, and play. Right. Like, so we volunteered for that because... There, yep, there was another couple that was already up there when we got up there. Yeah, the young couple. Yes, and then us, and then another person came up. Yeah, another one of our yeah. friends came up. So so we went up there with them, and they were dressed down-ish. She was, I think, in bra and panties, and mm-hmm. he was wearing his jeans, mm-hmm. um, which, again, isn't normal. Um not saying anything negative against them, just more of a point to the show that right. this is not a normal night. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anybody on that bed wearing jeans. No. So, eh. Um, but we went up there and... I was in brown panties and at I was, that point. And I went dressed down to underwear. Yeah. Um, and so we go upstairs and we start just kissing each other, fooling around a bit. And then our friend came up and then the three of us, you, you and he started playing. Mm -hmm. He doesn't wear underwear, which I think is hilarious because apparently that was a big deal with the director lady. She goes, I want you to go up in his, in your underwear. He goes, that's going to be a problem. I'm commando. And she goes, well, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) so that hashtag look ahead, (laughs) pre-planning. Um, which brings me to the seven P's. If you don't know the seven P's, it's prior proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. Um, and I wish they had done a little more of the first two right. P's. Um, or first three. Yeah. But he, so he wore a towel. Yes, they settled on a towel. They settled on a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been better if she had made her cameraman take off his underwear and give it to him so that he could then go. I mean, that's what a true director would have done. Right, yeah. You, underwear off. <laughs> That'd been awesome. That's, that's why you need a costume designer. Um, so, you know, we're up there and I got to be honest. So this is the whole only part of the whole night that I'm sort of... Wish that we had done a bit differently. And see how they what they do with it. Yeah, yeah, because you know the three of us were. I, I think I kept my underwear on, but you two. Mine came off at some point. Yours came yeah. off, and you two were having sex, and mm-hmm. I was maybe. I don't know what I think I was going down on you, maybe, or you were going down on him, and I'm going down on you. I don't know. Anyway, um, and. Again, the whole thing is being filmed, so they've got this bright light, yeah. and they keep doing these sweeping pans across the room, which is mm-hmm. funny. And that room has uh, mirrors in it, mm-hmm. and if and so they're trying to hit it at an angle in which the cameras don't show up in the mirrors. But then the That's other gotta be awkward. Well, the other side has a glass wall, which is going to reflect reflect the no. light oddly. I did not. I did not um, uh, envy the the cameraman. I was going to say, that's, yeah, the biggest playroom, but at the same time, it'd be the most awkward to try and film in. Yeah. Yeah. So between, because you don't want the camera on camera. Right, right. <laughs> and and, and the, the way the light is diffused off that one glass, mm-hmm. uh, just, they had the TV off because they didn't want that yeah. light, but the whole thing was just, yeah. it's kind of funny. 
Yeah. It, it was a, a little awkward, and I tried to just go into my own world and focus on what I was doing and, and focus on you and focus on our other play partner. Um, the other couple did come over at some point and kind of interact with us, but admittedly I was trying so hard to focus on you two yeah. that I didn't really focus on them. Yeah. Which, again, normally I would acknowledge them a bit more, but it just, it was, you know, but also when I looked at them, I saw everybody else standing on behind them on the other side of the bed. Exactly. So I didn't want to see that. Because yeah. then I, you know, it was hard to get in it's my hard space to focus. again. Yeah. And I, I, mean, yeah. I was having the same problem. It's just like, oh. Yeah. So I just, so there wasn't as much interaction with them, which is probably unfortunate because I'm sure that's what they probably would have wanted. That's what they wanted. Whatever. Well, and then yeah. at one point, so <laughs> I didn't realize that they were going to interview us during this time because, and I'll yeah. say, this is the one part that I think is kind of stupid. Um, the, the host guy comes up and he walks in and I'll, he asks, so what's going on here? And I rolled over and looked at him and said, uh, if you need, I, I, I sort of hope they keep this in because I was like, if you need um, explanation of what's going on here, your parents did a pretty poor job raising you. <laughs> like, what do you think? I'm like, what do you think is going on here? But you can't fault him because no. he's supposed to ask. Yes, that. Yeah. and I think he was fed that line <laughs> yeah. from the director lady. But I mean, like, Somebody, yeah. seriously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they asked a lot of questions about. How do you decide who you get to touch and blah 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 blah? And it was, it was that moment of like, like, well, you just killed the mood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, number one, you completely killed the mood. Yeah. Uh, but number two, I think they seem surprised that there's still communication. Yeah. Um, well, and even when you know when we we're when I was playing with um, our our friend up there, you know, he and I were talking a lot about you know yeah. different things, and and I don't know. They probably couldn't catch much on camera because, you know, we were so close and, and talking quietly to each other. But we're also giggling. But and yeah. I mean, yeah, it's that's part of, of the fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, I'm, I'm really curious to see what they do with that segment. I, I would almost say they'd have to keep some portion of it in because that was the only play, really. Yeah. But my guess is, I'm, you know, how much were they going to cut down and what are they going to do with it? We'll see. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess we will see. I'm still curious as to how the entire thing's going to be edited and put together. I am we'll too. get to that later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that'll be a later time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, so we were up there. He came up and asked a few questions. It was, it was awkward. Yeah. Um, and then they were like, "Okay, we're done." And then, so we got we just was like at that point the mood was yeah mood was completely shot. So we went back downstairs and had a couple of drinks. Um, and then I think at one point the producer or director lady, one of them came up to us and said, we need you up in the spa. Mm -hmm. Like, all right. So I honestly thought they just needed bodies to fill the spa that they could show their face. Right. But where they ended up putting us was, um, in a position in which no person would actually sit in a spa, which is sitting on the edge with just your feet in. And then everyone else was in the spa. I sort of felt like we were on stage. Yeah, and it it was funny because at one point I did look at the I think it was the cameraman. We were talking about it, and I was like, "Who sits in the spa like this? Nobody sits up on the edge like this." And you know, maybe if it's your home spa, but even so, if you're gonna get in a hot tub, you get in a hot yeah, tub. Yeah. And I was like, "This is not normal placement." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so we're sitting there, um, and. It is kind of funny because it's us and then, again, the young couple. I think we must have been the only there few was, people who didn't want their – who right. allowed their faces on. But then there was three other couples mm-hmm. in – but they were all the just the backs Back of their of heads. Back the head. Yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> once again, you've got, what, ten of us in the spa. 
It might have only been eight at that point. Maybe. Eight to ten. Because a couple got out yeah. early on. Um, and then the five or six TV crew people in this tiny little room. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the host that tries to push his way through all the yeah. TV people so that he can get behind the spot and interview us. Right. And also, there were, behind all the, the TV crew people, where the massage tables were, I know there were a few people sitting there, a few of the normal yeah. patrons, our friends and stuff. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. They were sitting there listening to the interview, but I couldn't see them because the light was so bright yeah. in our faces that you can't see who's behind or what's going on yeah. back there. It's like totally we were on stage. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, and I think Jess was up there listening in because she had commented okay. on what, some of the stuff we'd said. But so the host man comes up and he's interviewing us. And, um, yeah, it was that was the first alarm bell that really went off was one of his questions was what bad things can happen here in yeah. the club. Um, and I was sort of taken aback. I was like, oh, nothing bad's going to happen here. Somebody might get a little drunk and fall down the stairs, but... <laughs> Nothing. Bad. Never even seen that happen. Yeah, no, but I can see yeah, that happening. Yeah. Drunk, drunk women with yeah. stilettos going downstairs. Yeah, that's a problem waiting to happen. Um, but I was, I was like, I have no idea. And they asked about jealousy. But, yeah, and I'm sure, you're gonna have jealousy. Right, but it's never, it's not a big issue. I think by the time you get to the swingers club, that's not really too, too much of an issue. Yeah, it shouldn't be. And if it is, you know, I don't know. I've never really seen any big fights about things. We've or, seen discussions you know. and, yeah. you know, we've seen those moments where a couple goes into the bathroom together sure. to have a conversation because it's a private place. And But but there's no big, like, all-out no, fights. and No, yeah. we've never seen, you know, somebody leave in tears and blah, 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 <laughs> drama, drama, drama. Um, yeah. But, yeah, and, you know, it was, again, uh, mirroring what was set up in the playroom you know, I said consent is king. Yeah. You know, you've got to talk and ask. And that was actually one of the things he asked while we were in the playroom is how do you decide who gets to play, who gets to touch who? And we're like, you you ask. Yeah. All of us. All of us like, you just ask. You know, may I do this? Can I do this? Um, and I, they all kind of look surprised when you say that. And I'm like, <laughs> what, what is this? You don't just jump in and grab. <laughs> so yeah. it's not a buffet. I mean, it is a buffet, but it's a buffet where you ask the the steak if you can, you ask the rump roast if you can touch it. Hello, can I lick your rump roast? Want to taste my gravy? Um, I'm hungry now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I think that interview went pretty well. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I really, there was an aha moment for him that I really hope they keep in, mm-hmm. which was he asked us, you know, how do you communicate with your partner and how do you prevent jealousy and stuff like that? And we told him our double tap rule where, you know. A nonverbal way of communicating. Uh, yeah, a nonverbal yeah. way of communication where, you know, you're always near your partner in some fashion, but if you double tap on your partner anywhere, they recognize that as that's you communicating and they respond back with a double tap saying everything's okay. Yeah. And anything other than that tap, tap and you break and go talk about what's wrong. Yeah. Um, and, it, and we even said, you know, it's okay that if you're in mid play or if you're yeah. talking to people or anything like that and you need to take a break, it's perfectly acceptable to say, Hey, we'll be back in a minute or we, we need to take a break. That's fine. And, Nobody really, everybody understands. It's, yeah. it's acceptable to do that. And I think he was kind of surprised, A, at having a nonverbal form of communication to check in with your partner, which is very important. And also the fact that it was okay to take a break, you know, when you're with another couple yeah. or people. And It was funny, though, because when I said that, I think, or you said that, one of us said was had went through the thing. Um, and... You could see all the camera people because at that point I kind of looked out and everybody had that, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm really hoping they keep that in. Um, because probably not, they were all surprised. <laughs> oh, no, probably not. They'll cut the, that, yeah. That's the best part that made us look so smart. And you were topless there, so that was hot. Yeah. Oh, we were both naked, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were. So, yeah. Because I thought we were getting in the hot tub, so I took everything off. Yeah. And actually, I could have left it all on. Yeah. It yeah. didn't matter. Whatever. Whatevs. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I mean, that that whole part, I think, went really well. Yeah. Um, so then we, we wrap up there, and we think we're done. So mm-hmm. we had another friend that had come with us that mm-hmm. she is uh, one of the unicorns that we regularly play with. Um, and she was talking to another lady mm-hmm. um, who we really hadn't talked with a lot, Mm-mm. but... Um, we were going up with the unicorn up to the big playroom, and the other lady goes, "Oh, do you mind if we if I if I join you?" And we were all like, "Sure." Yeah. Because um, in the in my brain, I'm like, "Woohoo! First M triple F." Yeah. <laughs> you know. And like Mr. Adam said, you know, at that point we thought we were done with everything, and there were no cameras up in the playroom at this yeah. point. Yeah. Everybody, you know, and it was getting around that midnight mark. It might have even been a bit later. I think it was 12, 15, yeah. 12, 30. Yeah. And we were told they were leaving at midnight. So yeah. it was like, okay, well, they're all done, whatever. So we're going to go play now. Yeah. Like, woohoo. Now we can have fun. Um, so we went upstairs and started playing. Um, and it's it was really interesting because you've got me and three ladies. Mm-hmm. And I think contrary to what most people would believe, I'm the most sub of these three people. You are. Um, and so it was kind of interesting to sort of be passed around a bit. Uh, <laughs> interesting, but weird. Uh, the whole the whole situation in hindsight was kind of like, this is amazing. This is exactly what I want. You know, mm-hmm. um, our, our unicorn, she was really aggressive with me. And then she like pushed me to the third lady and, and, and then pushed, she pushed me to you. And it was like I was being passed. I was a piece of meat being passed around <laughs> by hyenas. Sexy hyenas. Um, And that was was awesome. Um, And I crossed off, other than crossing off that, that was the first time I've ever fisted anybody. Mm -hmm. So our unicorn, I managed to get my, up to my, like, just past your wrist. Just past my wrist inside her. So at one point, I'm I'm fisting her. You were straddling. I was sitting on her face. You were sitting on her face. That's right. And the other lady's going down on me. Yes. And then what should happen? <laughs> but I get tapped on the forehead, like, tap, tap, tap. And then I look over to my left, and it's Lawrence. He goes, 
Hey, buddy. We, we need you downstairs. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, buddy. Um, the camera crew wants to, wants to do a final interview with you. I'm a little busy here. Yeah, they, they want Angela, too. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I'm pretty sure he came up to you first. Because he knew you would ignore him and send him away. I would. I would. But like, we'll, we'll be down when we're done playing. Yeah. But they can wait. <laughs> And I didn't catch all of that. I saw him come up, but I didn't really. I just ignored him. And but then you pulled your fist out, and I was like, "What?" That's when I kind of noticed because I was like, "What's going on here? This is this isn't normal." Yeah, yeah. And then so I. And then you were like, you motioned and said something about they need me too, and I was like, "What?" I'm putting a towel on or putting my underwear. I'm getting redressed, I guess. Um, And you get off of the unicorn's face, and she goes. <laughs> Which is great. But yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> just Lawrence. Says, hey, buddy. And then, I'm real sorry. <laughs> like, you know, like, like, we go downstairs, and both of us, I probably had that look of just absolute pissed. Yeah. <laughs> we go downstairs, yeah. and I went, man, how many chances in life does a guy get at, a, <laughs> at, at three women and just him? He's like, I'm real sorry. I'm re- they, they made me do it. They, I'm sorry. They made me do it. <laughs> I've never seen him so, like, (laughs) demure. (laughs) But it was great. Um, I mean, it was horrific. But it was great to to see him so... At least he was apologetic. Apologetic. (laughs) (laughs) He had trouble looking me in the eyes. And it was like... um, So what they were doing was these private interviews. um, Or, as they call it in the biz, a confessional. Yeah. which is kind of funny. Um, so they get me in there first. Well, and they, where you are is you're in in one of the front rooms, and they have the door to the hallway closed. Yes. So nobody else can see or hear what's going on. Because they want them, they want the reactions yeah. to be unique and blah blah blah, unplanned and blah blah blah. Sure. So they're asking me questions, and the first thing that I noticed for me at least was they were asking these questions that were. Not simple yes or no questions, but it was clear all they wanted was a sound bite. Um, and I was told at least once, maybe twice, that I needed to be more terse, mm-hmm. um, that I was going on for too long. Um, which my response was like, seriously, this is, you know, this isn't, if you want a simple answer, ask a simple question. None of their questions were terribly simple. Um, but yeah, the I'm trying to think. One of the oh the the question that killed me, and if this makes it to to air, it's really upsetting. The lady asked, um, the director asked if I thought that uh, swinging was a gateway to cheating. I'm like, All right, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Um, I think I'm. If they use that, of course, they aren't going to ask the question on air. Right. Uh, but I looked like, I probably had the expression like she slapped me. Because I was that, that was that kind of out of nowhere. I'm like, of course not. It is the antithesis of that. If you are swinging, you're, I think you're less likely to cheat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I said something, because I had the same question. And I think I said something about, I mean, I don't remember exactly, but yeah. something about they have nothing at all to do with each other. Like, yeah. it's two completely different things. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. It, in the end, um, you know, I, I think it would have. It was clear that they did little 
to zero research yeah. on what the swinging community is actually about, what happens in a club. Um, I, I sort of think they came in completely blind. I think so, too. And, and in those last questions, like I said, they asked about cheating. They asked about jealousy. Yeah. And they asked a lot of leading questions. And when I was in there, like you, they're complicated questions. They're not just a simple yes, no. Oh, and the first thing was when I first got up there and stood up there, she's like, brush your hair down. I'm like, you interrupt me having sex and you expect my hair to be perfect? Yeah. No. I was I was not a very happy lady. Um, but then, so just smooth the hair down and whatever. I was like, just do it yourself if you really care that much. But uh, they asked these questions. Go give me a towel. Yeah. <laughs> but they asked these questions that were complicated questions. And like you, I think on almost every one, she told me to, to be more succinct and, and yeah. to, to, you know, be more concise. And I'm like, and at some point I looked at her and I was like, but it's a complicated question. This is, this takes more explanation. It's not just a yes, no answer. And I, she wasn't very happy about that. But, it, but it's true. Like, I'm not going to just, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It was difficult. In the end, it was clear that she didn't get what she wanted from the night, I think. Or, or what she expected. Right. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how it's portrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it's portrayed in a great light. I, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I won't be surprised if they... If it's a, hey, look, swinging, gateway to cheating. Yeah, or, or, yeah. You know, or abuse of, and jealousy. Yeah, and Full of sex addicts. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that won't surprise me either. No. Um, I think that anybody who listens to this podcast knows that that's a lot of caca, but yeah. we'll uh, we'll see how they present it, and then we'll... Uh, we'll see. It, it'll be curious. Hope but, the best. And I was going to say, and the most we could do was to, to go in and try and present it in as good a light as yeah, possible. Yeah, and I think we did very and, well with that. And if, you know, they do with it what they do with it. Yeah. We, we can't control that. Yep. So. Um, it was interesting, though. It was fun. It and, was a fun night. And for anybody who's curious, after our little personal confessional interviews, we did make it back up to finish playing with our ladies. Yes, we so. did. That was awesome. Yeah. We, Once we again. Based, they were still there. We picked up where we left off. It was fantastic. I was treated like a piece of meat. It was yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I love to be objectified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But it was, um, yeah, all in all, good night. I look forward to seeing how it how it wraps up. Um, mm-hmm. So we ended up afterwards, uh, there was five of us that ended up coming up to Maisie's um, mm-hmm. and getting hamburgers and talking about how the night went. Um, I think you and I finally made it to bed around four thirty, five o'clock. Four thirty-five, yeah, probably. Yeah. It yeah. goes back to the. It, it's so funny. I have been up till four thirty, five o'clock more in the last three years mm-hmm. than I did my entire college life. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I was doing something wrong back then. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I used to remember when you had kids, you know, like sleepovers, uh-huh. and we were like, "Oh, we're gonna stay up all night. We're gonna stay up all night." I was asleep by one. Normal for me, yeah. So, um, all right, that's uh, that's where we'll stop it here, mm-hmm. and we'll pick up with a reaction later. With a reaction yeah. later, so uh, stick around. You'll see. Uh, we'll see what the hell happens. Exactly. Okay, welcome back. Yes. <laughs> that was a a long pause for us, a short pause for you. Yes, exactly. Um, for us, it's probably a few weeks. <laughs> Close to. Close to. Since. The we recorded that last little part. Mm-hmm. Um, Hack Live is now aired. We watched it. We tweeted about it, and we have some opinions. Yes, and so for those of you who don't know, you can look it up. It was the Hack Live sex addiction episode, um, and you can. I watched it online. There's a couple different places where you can find it. Yep, I'm sure it's probably still available. Yeah, I'm sure if you Google Hack Live. Uh, and then Sex Addiction. That yeah. was the name of the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what do you think? 
We, so unfortunately, too, we were both traveling, um, and so neither one of us got to watch it together. Right. Um, so we watched it by ourselves, um, which was kind of a bummer. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> we were texting a little bit, though. That's, yes, we were. And, and I was tweeting quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I would say that a couple of things. One is that amongst the panel members... Yeah, they had a therapist, they had a former, they had a sexologist, I think. They had a former partner of a sex addict. Yep. They had a guy who's a current sex addict, and or he is a sex addict, but he's currently with his partner still, and she was in the audience. Um, two, they, they had two two therapists, one that said sex addiction was a real thing, and one that said sex addiction wasn't a real okay. thing. And then my favorite was the sex enthusiast, not because it was my favorite person on the panel, but because of the, I mean, that doesn't seem like a very professional title. <laughs> I mean, I, I think any one of us out there, especially amongst our listeners, could be considered a sex enthusiast. I'm pretty sure anyone <laughs> who has ever had enjoyable sex has become a sex enthusiast. Yeah, so I was wondering how this person got chosen and, and why they were the chosen sex sex enthusiast on the show. Part of me wonders how many of these people got chosen. Um, You know, not not to sort of shit on them too much, but I don't know. It's between between the wardrobe choices of some of them. um, (laughs) Number one, do you actually look in a mirror before? And that goes for Tom as well. His shirt was ridiculous. Um, It was loud and it got your attention. It was. And, you know, on the bright side... That shirt would prevent him from ever becoming a sex addict because I'm pretty sure that shirt would prevent him from ever having sex. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just I looked at some of those people. And so going into the show, I, I was sort of on I, I was at the 80 percent of, yes, sex addiction is a thing. Um, watching the people in the show made me less a believer in sex addiction. Mm. You know, it was the, the sex addict they had was, I don't know, he wasn't believable in that. I don't, I realize I'm talking about a real person and, but. Well, it's also, it also could be, and I guess and that's a fine line too, is whether he believes he is, because no matter what, if you believe something in your head, then it is real. Is it? Because in your are, reality. Because in, there are many people out there who believe that there's something that they're not. Like, I, I'm sure at some point somebody believed they were a horse. Yes, but in your reality, that, that's true. But does, that so doesn't make does, it real. No, but it affects your behaviors. It, sure, it might. But that doesn't make it real. If, if you believe... I'm not saying it makes it real. I'm saying it makes it real <laughs> in your reality. And it will affect your behaviors. Wow, look at us reversing roles. Because <laughs> usually I'm the, I'm the loony dreamer one and you're the gra- one grounded in reality. I just feel like playing devil's advocate. But, you know, just because you think something does not make it real. Um, you know... I've got a lot of things out that I could I could list, uh, but I'm not going to to so as not to piss off many of our <laughs> listeners. But you know, there's a lot of things that that you can believe or say, um, and that doesn't make it real. Like for instance, let's say someone says they're not a, an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic. I believe I'm not an alcoholic, and that's what they say over and over and over again. But they constantly drink. At what point do you say, oh, you're actually an alcoholic? You know, the reverse is true. If you, just because you say you're addicted to sex doesn't mean that you're not just a horn dog. Maybe it just means you have a healthy sex life. Yeah, exactly. So, but, you know, that's the thing. I don't know. Um, you know, and there was the the two 
therapists that were arguing with each, with each other, and the only reason they were arguing is because one of them didn't like the word addiction. Right. Really? <laughs> uh, you know, in a show that really could have been completely boiled down to and distilled to having good communication with your partner. Yeah. I think it was ironic that the two sex therapists, or sorry, the two therapists, um, psychologists, um, didn't communicate <laughs> with each other as to how how they wanted to how they wanted to call something. Um, so, with with our segment and how it fit into the show, mm-hmm. I think it could be summed up with it didn't. You wa- well, for one thing, if you watched the trailer for the show. That was basically it. Yeah, there was no nothing added. It yeah. was if you watched our segment on Facebook, it was that was it. There was yeah. no no added information. Um, the only thing that was added was fortunately Lawrence and Jess were in the audience, um, and Tom asked Lawrence a question. Lawrence and Jess a question, but Lawrence answered, um, and answered it beautifully, mm-hmm. uh, very succinct, very clear. Um, he definitely does not believe in sex addiction. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of float. I, addiction is a tough word um, because I think some people look at us and say, well, your libido, because of your libido, you have sex addiction. And it's not. It's We have, for us, a healthy sex life with an extremely high libido. Yeah. Um, and I think that was my biggest issue with the whole thing is it all boiled down to poor communication either between the the one dude and his current partner, um, and then the other the sex enthusiast. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I thought it was interesting that that basically that little snippet of the the trailer for the show is all that they used from the sex club because yeah. there was there was a lot of other good footage, a lot of other again things that you could spend different ways depending on how you cut and edit it. Uh, which is what we were more concerned about beforehand. But at the same time, there was a lot of good stuff that they could have used, but they didn't. But it also doesn't really fit in with the way that they structured the show. So Correct. It, it, it's probably better that they didn't in the end. Yeah. I don't know. It was one of those, like, if you're going to... If you're going to include it, at least try to work it in somehow. And they didn't, really. No, it it felt completely, pun intended, hacked on. Um, And, you know, it's just it was one of those things that... It it was frustrating. Because watching the show up to that, I thought, oh, God, this is going to be really bad. And then they introduced the segment, they go through the segment, and that was basically it. Um, And then they had, you know, a couple of the people up on the stage comment about swingers and swing life who either A, had never actually been to a swing club, B, used the phrase swinger only so they could justify their, I don't know, their sex life, um, or C, were kind of stupid. I'm talking to you, blue blazer guy. Um, Yeah, it's just, the whole thing was kind of... It, it didn't, it didn't feel fit. like it didn't feel like the the swinger club part of it fit in with the rest of it. I will say it was a but positive was, twist. I mean, yeah. surprisingly, no. it was completely positive. Uh, everything that was our secret spot related was was pretty positive. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole sh- the whole show was a bit um, lacking, but um, you know, it was it, 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 again. It was just sort of it, it just felt 
thrust in. Like we had yeah. filmed, we filmed this. We've got to use it. We that's spent X of, amount of dollars. That's kind filming of what it. I felt like. Yeah, it wasn't exactly what we wanted. What we wanted was sex crazed lunatics mm-hmm. um, in a Roman style orgy, uh, and what we got was classy, intelligent people having consensual sex via nice communication. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting, though. Speaking on the communication realm, is that throughout the show that kept coming up. Yeah. And it's like a lot of these things could be handled with proper communication. Yeah. And and that still kills me. That that's yeah. a novel idea. And they kept saying it as if they were surprised. Communication? You mean we should talk to our partners? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, and I have this dumbfounded look. I, I, like, wait, what? Like, Why would you not what? talk to your partner? This seems important. Um but yeah. Uh, you know, I think I look at it too, having, having done the filming and seen how, uh, I'm using air quotes here, real reality TV is, uh, I Which look at, we all know. Yeah. It, you know it. Sure. The back of your mind knows it, but you can't watch reality TV and think, not think, oh, this is real because it, it feels real. And it's, that's what it's meant to do. It's meant to create that, you know, willing suspension of disbelief that this is an actual factual, um, depiction of either people or events. Right. And that's that's what sucks us in and makes it work. But now having been on the other side of it and then seeing how it was presented, it was presented in this, especially the OSS clip, it's presented in this nice, smooth, it makes sense, and it's all like it was filmed like it was filmed in about an hour. And when, in fact, it was more like five hours. Um, and they left a lot of it on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Um, of course. Of course. Which I, yeah, but I don't know. I still, it was all in all, I can't say anything negative about the clip that we were in. No. Um, it's just the show in general was a bit on the, uh, I don't know. And It left a lot to be desired. It left a lot to be desired. The, you know, the one sexologist they have is, and I'm not knocking Christians, the Christian people can be great. Are you talking about the sex educator? Yes, the sex educator. But not the sexologist. He, I'm sorry, yes, the sex educator. Yeah. The the fellow who is a virgin who likes to teach young people about sex have a bit of an issue with that uh, still. Um, I think that was even brought up in the show was yeah. how can you teach the children or young people about sex when you've never had sex yourself. And, and I think my problem is growing up in the South, uh, being taught about sex from you know, Christian educators, I was taught that sex is bad, sex is disgusting, sex is only meant for procreation, that I'm not supposed to touch myself, that, you know, I have such a bad taste in my mouth for for that sort of, mm-hmm. those sort of people, um, that I look at him and I think, I would never, as a parent, I would never take you seriously. Yeah. Um, I want somebody who has some actual experience teaching my children. Well, and not only that, but if, if a child or, you know, a teenager whoever comes up with a question about sex if you haven't had sex how well are you going to be able to answer that question you know and and along that same line if they have a question as to how sex affects you yeah you know emotionally you might understand the you might understand the logistics or the biological side of sex or the ramifications of sex um you can understand all of that but without until you've, I'm pulling a horse analogy again, um, until you've ridden a horse, you don't know what it feels like to ride a horse. You know, it's, you can't, you can't explain that to a child um, or to a young person unless you've actually done it. And I'm, 
I'm sure there are people out there who disagree with me, and that's fine, because if you disagree with me, it's just because you're wrong. Well, there's also the emotional side of it. Yeah. That, and you don't, you sure you, you have an idea as to what that might be like, but you don't really know. Yeah. And I'm sure he's a lovely guy. Yeah. Um, but I just wouldn't want him educating my child about the ins and outs and, and complications, emotional complications involved in sex. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, you know, again, <laughs> to beat a dead horse. I really like the horse. You like the horses tonight, don't you? Do we need to pull out the horse head? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, it's all in all, the show was was fair. Mm -hmm. Um, It was not a bad depiction of the club, which is what we were really concerned about. Mm -hmm. Um, It was edited quite well, and uh, we both had a few uh, really good zingers and uh, uh, sound bites. So that's a plus. I was happy. Yes. So yeah, you're you're quite funny. Yeah, I have my moments. <laughs> um, yeah, any uh, final thoughts? Not other than what's been said. Yeah, cool. All right, yeah. well, we'll wrap it up. Um, so if you want to want to comment back to us uh, on our thoughts about the show, uh, feel free to email us. Uh, we are theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can find us on the Twitterverse at By the By Podcast. Um, we are on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash by the podcast. Am I missing something? Twitter? Tw- Did you say no, I said that. Yeah. Twitter okay. at by the by podcast. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I, I just said it really fast. There, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> please feel free to send us your questions, comments, and rude remarks. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 